Holy Brazilian tears. This is season two, episode 30 of Flight Check. We're back with play-ins. Live reacting as I watch DFM taking down uh, Brazil. Does this count as co-streaming if I show it on my phone right now? Am I about to get... No. No. I don't think so. We're not showing like their content. DMCA'd by Riot if I... You know, here's DFM. Live beating loud on my phone screen as it's happening. We have to... We uh, we have to be found by them first, and then maybe. It's true. So if Riot finds us and DMCA's us, honestly, I consider that just major clout. I think we're doing something right, if that's the case. And I can't believe that we timed our podcast so perfectly. We actually did. That literally, we're literally it, it, starting like the, the show <laughs> at the end of the series. This could not be better. Uh, well, here we are. In and out. So live reaction, guys. Live reaction. Uh, look. Let's go. In and out. 20-minute podcast. And then six days later, we're going to be sobbing and crying and uh, having just almost nearly died by having to watch plans. EG. Uh, they have snuck through. They have one best of five against Mad Lions, uh, who took down the Saigon on a Buffalo. Have you guys ever seen the Guy on a Buffalo videos? Somebody reminded me of those the other day, and now every time I hear Saigon Buffalo, all I can think is, Saigon on a Buffalo, and uh, you know, if you go watch the... <laughs> I don't think I have heard of that. If you guys go watch the guy, <laughs> just, just go to YouTube, hit Guy on a Buffalo in your search bar, and you will be educated uh, as to what's being talked about on the show right now. Guy on a Buffalo. Bit of an unhinged right. intro for me tonight. I am Honestly. <laughs> very tired. You are getting mildly loopy Sandy tonight. Uh, but Knox and Curly are here as well to save my day and give me all their thoughts as we discuss play-ins, uh, which have been kind of bangers so far, I would say. Curly, what has been... What's been your, like, big like interesting narrative uh out of plans what's been the it's been the biggest thing for you um i think for me i the two things that have been spiciest are drx like really proving themselves uh in spite of everyone being like oh yeah of like the major regions in like group b they might flop more because like it's either it was everyone thought it was they were probably going to be second place and the mad was going to be third, but they came out five out. So I think that is very, very spicy with just how dominant they are. Uh, and it's also made me realize that in summer splits, I need to stop being so like decisive in my claims because every time I've been like, this is how it's going to be. This is why 100% incorrect, 100% incorrect. And then another thing I've really enjoyed is uh, actually... With this DFM um, series we just saw, is them pick themselves up. Because at the start, personally, I wasn't feeling DFM at all. And then they won more games than I expected to. Like their uh, win against EG to cause a tiebreaker. Wasn't expecting that. So lots of lots of unexpected um, wins here from my preconceptions of uh, play-ins. And I'm sure a lot of other people's which is always very exciting when you see those upsets happen. Totally. And Knox, you were just saying on the pre-show, 
And, and I would agree with uh, what Curly was just saying. Loud looked really good in game one. Well, okay, hang on. It was a banger game one, but they still won, and I had good expectations for them. Uh, game two didn't look all that great. Game three, they should have won that game. Um, yeah, they should have. I don't know what happened there. So, you, you have Soul, you have Baron. There's no reason yeah. you should lose that. Kind of, kind of disappointing on that end. Um, what's been your big kind of narrative takeaway so far? I know what mine is, so you'd better not steal it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, I think my big narrative takeaway is. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised. Like, I always knew that PS, uh, the PCS was, like, kind of a one-team region. But usually, their second seeds have always done well enough to make it into group stage or at least, have, like, put up relatively good performances to, like, yeah. at least look like they deserve. This Beyond Gaming team, just, I was not convinced by anything. And so, for me, it's crazy to see how far that region's, like, kind of dropped. In which, it's kind of nice, because I've been touting the narrative that the BCS has been more deserving oh, of uh, absolutely. that quote-unquote fifth seed or fifth uh, power ranking slot than the PCS has been. Yeah. And I, I think this has finally reinforced it, even if, uh, unfortunately, the Saigon Buffaloes did fall earlier today to the Mad Lions, but it was still a good series. Right. So yeah. I think that's kind of my most surprising narrative, is that uh, the PCS has fallen off more than I thought, even though I knew they had fallen off. Well, I, I mean... You saw Saigon Buffalo. They actually got into, you know, that best of five. Beyond doesn't even make it to the best of fives. Um, I would say Saigon looked way better than Beyond did, ultimately, in groups. Against probably tougher opponents, you know, in MAD, DRX, and RNG. I fully uh -huh. expect GAM to look way better than uh, the Flying Oysters. So they should, but unfortunately, they also have tougher. They do have tougher opponents, too. but so we'll see how that ends up. Uh, for my part, the narrative you guys already know it's DRX baby five zero and Group B <laughs> running it. Uh, boy, I I love this team. It's Deft and the rookies. What a combo! Mm -hmm. It's Deft and the young guns, and uh, I just I absolutely love everything about this roster. Um, well, not everything, but I love a lot of aspects of this roster. And uh, I'm really excited to see them in group stage uh, in a couple weeks. Or actually this week, and then get to see them live in a couple weeks. So that'll be fantastic. But we will get into uh, kind of talking more just about... Uh, we're going to hit group B first. I know it says group mm -hmm. A, but now I've changed it to group B. We're going to hit group B because it's the non-NA group. Uh, but, so let's go over it. Group E, so it ends up finishing from the top. DRX, RNG, Mad, Saigon, Isris, and Wildcats. And why don't we just tackle it from the bottom up. So Istanbul and Isris, kind of like, uh, I forget what coach it was. Uh, was it Jim Mora? Who goes, you know, they are who we thought they were. Is that is that the coach I'm thinking of? Hunter Talkpod's in the chat. He would know. Uh, but whatever. I, I know the quote. I, I just don't know who said yeah, the, it. I know exactly what the, you're you know, referencing. They are who we thought they were. You know, that's that's what I'm thinking of when it comes to Dennis Green. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that is who I'm thinking of. That quote. Great press conference. Uh, go look that one up. But 100, uh, uh, 100 talk. Cats, uh, <laughs> Istanbul Wildcats, 
really, wow. really bad. <laughs> uh, 0-5. Uh, Turkey, as yeah. a region, just has Fallen off too. really declined uh, in recent international performances. I think this is the weakest I've ever seen TCLB. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. They're, they're struggling for sure. Um, Isaris, it was nice to see them get the one win in front of the home crowd uh, over Istanbul. Pretty sick. Uh, so was happy for them, but not really a lot to talk about here. Um, these regions, you know, ultimately they got put up against some really tough ones and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't really expect them to do much and they kind of provided cakewalk to a or cakewalk, you know, dubs for everybody else, uh, in this, you know, in this setup. So tough scene for sure. Uh, I- interestingly enough, if you, um, if you take away the one win that everybody got against these two teams, you know, it winds up with, like, DRX 3-0, RNG 2-1, Mad Lions 1-2, and Saigon 0-3. Which I think gives you, like, an idea, maybe a bit more, of, like, the relative strengths in this group. Like, Saigon mm-hmm. literally did not get a single win against the three stronger teams. Mad Lions only beat Saigon Buffalo. Um, actually, no, hang on. Is that correct? No, you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Mad Lions yeah, they only beat Saigon, Saigon Buffalo. And RNG only lost to DRX. So, pretty clear hierarchy here. Do you guys have any thoughts on this group? I mean, for me, again, like I said just a moment ago, the big narrative is DRX probably the surprise in the 5-0. Um, RNG looked pretty strong in their rest of their games. They didn't look... Uh, like they were struggling or anything, so no LNG or LGD in uh, groups, in, in play-ins. Um, but, I mean, basically this group, except for the DRX-RNG swap, everything kind of went to chalk, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah Group no, B for I me. I was I was, I was surprised, because like, coming into this, I thought Group B going to be the spicy one, where the most chaos can happen, where you have LCK and uh, China in together, and then Mad Lions, maybe they might step it up. Yeah. Because they're good at best of ones. And then Saigon Buffalo, always an agent of chaos. And no, it was just such a neatly ordered, like there was no tiebreakers. And by the end of it, everything panned out as expected. Yeah, yeah I, I pretty much agree. Uh, Group B was exactly, I mean, granted, I thought RNG would take it. But it, again, it's a best of one at the end of the day. And I think both Royal Never Give Up and DRX both know it's like, we could probably experiment against each other right here, right now, and yeah. it's like kind of fine. It doesn't really matter. We're both getting into the group stage, right? Yeah. So I think <laughs> RNG got a little spicy with their draft, and DRX was able to punish it, which good for them. They did it very well, and it was a banger of a game. Um, but I think at the end of the day, both of them kind of knew it was like, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If anything, it kind of gives just RNG more reps on stage. So yeah. Uh, yeah, Group B was exactly how I predicted it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, group A was a little more spicy and a lot more fun to watch, in my opinion. Totally. Absolutely. Uh, final thought uh, on Group B that I want to ask you guys real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. And a bit more of an informal show tonight, so I am going to pull from chat. Arkham saying, Mad was a lot better than we should have expected. Uh, I want to know how you guys feel about that. Was Did Mad uh, overperform for y'all's expectations? Kind of meet in the middle, underperform? How do you guys feel about that statement? For me personally, I uh, admittedly I have a huge soft spot for uh, El Yoya and Niski. I always believe in them, uh, and so honestly, like they performed as I expected, and uh, I even had a little bit of hopium that they might be able to force a tiebreaker against um, 
DRX yesterday, but alas, that didn't happen. So, honestly, I'm they're performing as expected for me. Yeah, they they were right where I expected them to be. Um, basically, when I because whenever I made my quote unquote pickums, if like we did it like Riot does, where it's like, hey, where will they slot in this group? I would have had basically this exact setup. Um, but I did give Saigon like the benefit of the doubt. I was like, there may be somewhere, but I still had Mad Lion slotted in that third. So it's exactly how it turned out. And I was very happy with the best of five. It was fun to watch. But at the end of the day, Vietnam couldn't pull it out. And Mad Lions moves on to get us our very first North American versus EU best of five in over three years, baby. <laughs> Perfect. And I think with that, we will move over to the group a discussion because this group uh i would say went a little bit differently maybe than people expected um i think loud i I recall last week when we talked there had been a little bit of rumor that loud was doing really well in scrims um chiefs massive underperformance and i would say a big disappointment in this group. So for those who missed it all, uh, from the top down, Fnatic automatically goes through. Uh, TBD on what group they'll be in uh, in group stage. EG is now going to play Mad, because uh, uh, Mad did beat Saigon Buffalo today. And then Loud and DFM just played just now. DFM taking that. And then Beyond Gaming for the PCS and Chiefs at the bottom. Uh, and yeah, Chiefs... This was supposed to be, you know, an OS super team, um, and I expected, I expected a little bit more of a fight from them against maybe Brazil and DFM. So I was, I was disappointed by Chiefs. Uh, how about you guys? How did you feel about Chiefs' performance this time around? Yeah, I'm not like gonna lie. I, I bought into the scrim bucks a little bit. I, <laughs> I was like, there's, there's a ch-, like, not that I had them like doing well, but I was like, there's a chance they make the best of fives, mm-hmm. and. No, that quickly got shut down. So, uh, yeah, it, disappointing to say the least, especially after the past, like, you had Pent- Pentanet a couple of years ago. You had, I'm, I think it was Legacy who did pretty well um, until they ran into that Cloud9 team, which is super unfortunate. Um, yeah, I, I, the past couple of years of Osh teams were, I thought, were always overperforming, but I didn't think they'd drop off this hard when it, they finally got to, like, snap back to reality, you know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. For me, I uh, if you look at my pickums, I think I never predicted uh, predicted them to win once. So unfortunately, I did expect this flop from them. But something that makes me sad about it is because when you look at like the community around this region, from like the casters, the players, the fans, and everything about it, it really is unfortunate that this is how they're performing on the international stage, because I think it is probably one of the most tightly knit. Everyone loves each other and really loves their players. Um, And no matter who they send, they are all together behind them. And then when you have to be met with this, it's just truly heartbreaking. And I'm, I don't know if that's echoes of the um, restructuring that they were forced to do a couple years ago, or if it's just that, that the players are able to get to the region are that below the skill level of other regions. It's hard to say, but it, I really want them to be able to come back next season and hopefully like 
have a chip on their shoulder, have something to prove to be like, yo, we're not going to go to international tournaments and go zero wins both times. Yeah, totally. Uh, Beyond gaming, we kind of touched on the PCS already a little bit. Um, but PCS number two, disappointing for sure for that region. Remains to be seen, I guess, the relative strength between them and Vietnam. That'll be interesting to watch, but I don't think most people had Beyond Gaming getting very far as it was, but I do think fifth place might have been an underperformance compared to expectations. I think most people would have had them in the best of fives. Um... Let's hit. I, I think yeah, go ahead. Brazil over Brazil overperformed, which is good for them, honestly. Yeah, and I, for sure, I, I have receipts somewhere. I did say that they were on the up and up. I did not think they were going to up and up this much, though. Yeah, so, yeah. like, really, really proud of where this region's come from, where they've been. Because um, I basically had loud fighting beyond for like that fourth place slot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I also think that it has a lot to do with loud as an organization. Because uh, if you saw on the broadcast, they have a lot bigger like social media presence than phase and they've they're one of the they fastest do. growing they're a huge org. um they, yeah they're like one of the fastest growing orgs now, so. yeah, yeah. they it's ridiculous so i think like the reason they had such an overperformance i think is very closely tied to how the org run things because they clearly know how to uh strive for success mm-hmm. so if we see loud again on the international stage next year i have an itching feeling that it's going to be way better than this year and this year was already a lot so i'm really i'm gonna be keeping a close eye on brazil in the future oh totally and i yeah i think they're an entertaining region as it is uh speaking of brazil uh yeah overperformance for them but they do drop today uh to dfm who will go on to play rng which we'll touch on in a minute uh i liked what i saw from loud dfm uh you know i think they're playing they played at a standard that I feel like we're starting to expect from the Japanese representatives at international events. Like, I'm starting to expect Japan to do well, you know, relatively compared to expectations. So, I will be interested to see what they do and how they look against RNG. Um, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, for you guys, thoughts on... DFM, you know, especially with that new data of three one over Brazil. Um, I mean, how do you how do you feel about it? It, it, it don't it don't matter. <laughs> it just, I mean, it don't it, matter. <laughs> it's a really nice way to accelerate into a wall that is RNG. <laughs> the Great Chinese Wall, like, if you will. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's skip over EG, and we'll touch on them last, you know, just to hit the NA team last. Uh, Fnatic, tops of the group, uh, only dropped to Loud, interestingly enough. Um, Curly, repping uh, the jersey right behind us. Uh, yeah. Fnatic 4-1, <laughs> automatically heading into groups. They will end up uh, either joining uh, Group D uh, or Group A. TBD on that one. Um, DRX, by the way, joining Group C. Spicy group, actually. Uh, will be very interesting to see that. Uh, but Fnatic, they were interesting because day one, they go 2-0 with their sub. 
uh, in Rux. <laughs> and looked great And looked Rux. great. And then Hillisong really comes good. in, and they don't look as good. <laughs> but they still managed to go 4-1. Um, uh, unironically, free Rux. Please someone sign him to an LEC team. Uh, I think he just demonstrated that he has what it takes and has been for a while. Uh, let's get that Portuguese brother representation <laughs> on the lec stage it's been missed. definitely bring him up uh but i will say this i mean i think fanatic does deserve oh, yeah. to be in main stage groups for sure i feel like they showed that this weekend it, what they really showed is that apparently scrims don't matter <laughs> scrims do not matter uh you know yeah. don't do scrims casually win uh first uh first place mm-hmm. Make the other three teams duke it out for their, <laughs> the rest of the seating. Basically. You know, but um, I also learned that I need to take uh, curse lessons from Shocks yeah. uh, because I only uh, apparently was able to do it once. I need to figure out how to have 100% effectiveness. <laughs> so you, if you someone. You gotta get a monologue. A monologue. <sighs> you gotta have a monologue. You need a curly monologue. Okay, That's okay, gonna okay. be the trick. I'll, okay, next time. So if. Uh, let's see. Who. They're probably going to end up in group one. So if they have to have a tiebreaker against Cloud9 or anything like that, I got you. I'll prep it. I'll prep a monologue. Yeah, Don't worry. Get, get the script ready. Yeah, presuming RNG wins tomorrow, Fnatic will end up in group A, which would be spicy. Uh, yeah, boy. I Not to get too ahead of ourselves. Groups look so rough for NA. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's going to be so painful. C9's our only hope. Sorry, 100 Talk, if you're still yeah. here. I said it last oh, week. I'm going to double down on it. That being said, C9, or 100 Thieves last year did uh, take a dub off of the tournament winners, and I learned that while I was making my hype video for them. So go. maybe they can channel that energy again. Who knows? It's certainly possible. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, okay, and then let's hit EG. So they kind of scraped things out. 3-2. Uh, they lost to Fnatic D1. Then won three in a row against Loud, Beyond, and Chiefs. And then lost to DFM. In tiebreakers, they end up beating DFM and Loud back-to-back. And now, tomorrow, which is this is a good segue, I guess, into talking about this. uh, They will play Mad Lions for one of the two final groups spots. Uh, Thoughts on... EG's performance. Now, I will I'll just start by saying for me, knowing that Danny wasn't playing, I still expected and I still actually expect this team to make it to groups. However, uh I had lowered my expectations for what they will do in groups and like increased hang on lowered like the amount of shock i would have if they didn't make it out of play-ins so cowrie has been doing fairly well but you know it's still he doesn't have the like two splits of practice with the team i think there is you know some mechanical difference between him and danny um however i was impressed by their ability to take (laughs) You know, the back-to-back wins over Loud and DFM. Uh, and I feel relatively good <coughs> about them 
against Mad Lions. So I want to know how you guys feel about it, and I think this is the time that we can start really diving into... All right. Are we impressed with EG's performance so far? Not impressed? I mean, technically, they went like 5-2 in play-ins, right, so far. Um, which is pretty good. And now they've got this all-important best-of-five tomorrow. So where are you guys at on this? How are you feeling about EG, Knox? Maybe you can start us off. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess we'll get the pessimism out of the way. But historically, North America's record against Europe is not that good. Mm -hmm. Um, the last two best of fives, which have been ages, by the way, hint, hint, right, fix your format. Um, basically, 2019 MSI Team Liquid versus G2 got 0-3 swept uh, in, I think, one of the fastest series ever in an international competition. Um, and then back in 2018, when Cloud9 ran into Fnatic in the semifinals of Worlds and also promptly got swept 3-0. Um, I don't even remember what the previous best of five before that was, but... Uh, I don't have any reason to believe that anything's changed since then. Um, EG's gameplay has not been overly convincing for me. I mean, I understand that in the games that they've beaten uh, teams in the group stage, they've looked very, very good for the most part. Um, but even then, there's been games where they've been struggling, and they also lost to Fnatic, and they did not look pretty. I'm just not all that convinced. However, you look at Mad Lions, and... The teams they did beat, they beat rather convincingly, and then I think their losses to DRX and RNG, while not the best, were not really all that bad, especially when you consider what RNG and DRX are in terms of quality. So I'm going, I'm going Mad Lions on this. I, I, I don't have NA Hopium right now. All right, interesting. Uh, Curly, how are you feeling? I mean, for me, I... Uh, what I saw in planes is the same thing I've seen in every other, um, I would call it, new tournament they've had. Because in spring, they start out a little rough, and then they pick their shit back up, right? In uh, MSI, they start out a little rough, but then they pick their shit back up. Yesterday, they like it was a bit rocky, but then by the end of it, they were unstoppable. And so, hopefully that channels itself into... Um, like tomorrow, I really, really do think um, Jojo is he's feeling the pressure and it's motivating him to play better. He still has some overextensive moments like that Akali gameplay um, and like like yesterday, some of his Akali moves while they pay like were hype moments didn't pay off all that much. So I do want him to pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, on that side, but I think right now things uh, look very topside um, in terms of like how you want to win. Like it's been primarily through top, mid, and jungle that I've seen a lot of victories come through. Bot lane is just there to not screw up. Um, and so if Inspired and JoJo or Inspired and Impact play to their strengths um, against their respective opponents like they did yesterday, I think tomorrow should be. Um, in EG's favor. I do think it's going to be a, all the way to game five uh, because I think that both teams have shown that they can excel but then also lose leads. And so the, it, it's kind of an interesting matchup because I feel like they're pretty similar teams in the way that they play the game because also El Yoya playing out of his mind is just as powerful as Inspired playing out of his mind, mm. you know? 
So I think I think tomorrow, no matter what the results, I think tomorrow is going to be some fun games. Oh yeah, absolutely, will be some fantastic matchups. Uh, do you guys have series score predictions by any chance? Three two for EG. Three one for Matt. Oh boy. Alrighty. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. You're the tiebreaker, Sandy. What's your pick? <coughs> oh boy. Uh. Oh my gosh, you're asking me to pick live on air. I'm literally staring down the pickups <laughs> right now. You know, and it says Mad Lions. Uh, what's the percentage here? 77.7% picked. Evil Geniuses, 22.2%. Ah, interesting. So, I only have 20 responses so far on my pickups, but I've got 25% Mad Lions, 3-2 Evil Geniuses. 25% Evil Geniuses 3... Uh, hold on, it just updated. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. 25, uh, 23.5, 23.5, 23.5. Mad Lions 3-2 Evil Geniuses. Evil Geniuses 3-2 Mad. Evil Geniuses 3-1 Mad. And there's 17.6 Mad Lions 3-1 Evil Geniuses. And then 11.8% is Evil Geniuses 3-0 Mad. So there's it's very split, at least in my pickums. Uh <laughs> I know what my heart says. It's EG. I know what my brain says. It's mad. Uh look, I'm here to uh I'm here to win these no, pickups. Got... I'm here to get Does anyone know what Twitter says? I'm here to get these <laughs> uh I'm here to get these points. I'm here to take down this leaderboard. I gotta go. With the popular call, it's going to be mad. Uh, 3-1 is what I'm saying. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I think they looked better in their games and their losses than EG did in their games and losses. So that is how I am leaning. Uh, quick thoughts. Unless you guys have any final thoughts on mad EG. Um, I feel like... I'm going to guess we all have RNG in a 3-0 tomorrow as well. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, uh, I've got one singular person in the pickums who's picked a Detonation Focus Me 3-2 win. Uh, <laughs> Which I don't know who that individual well, is, but I'm not going to call him out either. Hey, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> all right, so let's say things go as expected. RNG slots into that Group D, uh, and we've got Mad and Fnatic. That makes it real interesting. Um, because, well, hang on. I do believe Mad is going to be slotted into, uh, group B. With G2? Yeah, because with, uh, because the no E double rule is suspended in this case, because it's, like, literally impossible to avoid. It actually is. Yeah, if Mad and RNG uh, win, you have to put RNG in group D. And then Mad and Fnatic go into groups A or B, which is yeah, yeah. You have to have two in group B, which is tough. Yep. So, and then watch neither EU team makes I feel it like, out. I I feel like Fnatic would get group A because technically they're the first team out of mm -hmm. of the plans, and then group B would get Mad Lions. Um, I think that's the case because I also think they they're probably pre-sorting it. Yeah. 
under the assumption that maybe EG does win, in which case that would be the best slot for the winner of the best of five to go in anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right, so just looking ahead to uh, groups then, uh, what matchups are you guys most interested in? Uh, maybe pick pick one group that you're really f- going to be honed in on and one team that you're going to be paying special attention to as groups kick off. I promise not to pick DRX. I will pick a different team. <laughs> I mean, I'll go first because it's going to be one and the same answer for me. Um, I'm going to be watching Group A and C9 very, very, very closely Mm -hmm. uh, because um, something I've talked about elsewhere is when I was making the NA hype video, when I was first laying the groundwork, I was like, oh, shoot, I got to make sure this isn't just the C9 hype video. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Because when I was looking at the histories, um, particularly with Jensen and Blabber's journeys with C9, and the victories and failures they've had together um, and how they were on the team when they uh, last made it to semifinals, even though I think Blabber was a sub question mark. I don't Mm. know the full details, but like just, there's a lot of history here surrounding C9 and Jensen. And I think they looked really, really good at the end of, um, at the end of summer split, like with that clean three Oh at finals, and so seeing such a hyped up team with a lot of history and something to prove. And then as Arkham is talking in the chat, uh, Team One Trainees facing off. I can't wait to see Guma Yusi versus Berserker. It's going to be so exciting. Oh, absolutely. And so I, I think for me, like, it used to be that C9 was someone I wouldn't root for much. But after, like, learning more about how they've consistently been our best performing team uh, internationally, they make it the farthest year after year after year after year. I, I've got all of my chips in C9 being able to kick out either EDG or T1 and whoever that fourth seed is and making it to um, the knockout stage. But Group A is looking spicy to begin with no matter what. Sure. And then if you throw Fnatic, who is scrimless, um, I mean, now they have the play-in stage, obviously. But like if you throw Fnatic in after all that, seeing upset thrown in the mix, dude. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's just such a spicy group, so it's got to be the most entertaining and probably the most deadly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally. Knox, uh, how about you? What team are te- what group are you looking at, and what team are you looking at? For me, I'm looking at Group C, um, partially because I'm predicting top esports to win the whole tournament. Uh, along with this, uh, DRX has been looking very hot. And then you have the number one seed. And then I'm always a VCS fanboy. And I think Gigabyte Marines is very good. So I think this this group itself is probably the closest group in terms of all four teams being like within relative distance of each other. Um, that being said, I just... If I had to pick one specific team, I think I'll probably go with top just because I think... I don't really trust them, and if you guys remember how last year went from you when I said I didn't trust the team, they ended up winning the freaking world championship. Uh, so really, so you crystal balled Top Esports, and you're cursing it now. Yes, I did, actually. I predicted Top Esports, and I've been saying since even before LPL playoffs even finishes, I don't trust mm. Top. They don't look like they deserve to be where they are, and they're going to flop. And so since they made it this far, I'm, I'm sending it. They're going to win all of Worlds. You scoundrel. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
Never become a caster, because you will be hated more than Raz and his flip-floppiness. There you go. So, yeah, call it hedging your bets, because it is hedging my bets, but I will say at least I have a history for the reason of why I am hedging my bets on this particular case. Totally. Uh, all right, so for me, uh, I was going to say Group C. Um Ah, sorry. It's all good. Uh, I'm actually really intrigued by Rogue. I want to. I they have consistently failed at Worlds time and time again. They've been put into tough groups. I, I actually. But they never had the LEC Championship. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they're actually in a group that they can do well in. Um, I think that they. You know, DRX, yes, they looked hot. Uh, but, you know, RNG had not looked very hot, you know, coming into the tournament. Uh, they had, you know, a bunch of... They had several cupcake teams to beat uh, in their play-ins group. Uh, I think Rogue should be able to beat DRX. I think they should be able to beat Gigabyte Marines. Um, so I'm ex I really would like to see Rogue make a push to get out of groups. Um, so that's my team. Group B, though, is the spicy group, is a, such a spicy group for me. You got G2 versus Domwon. So you got two games of that rivalry. You've got JDG, who, in my crystal ball, I called JDG as the winner. Uh, I think that they have a real good shot at taking it this year um and you know if it does end up being uh mad lions in that group or uh conversely evil geniuses you've got a really interesting group on your hands uh and i think you could tell me any combination of teams gets out of that group uh and i think and i wouldn't be surprised uh, you could tell me it's JD Gaming and Mad. You could tell me it's Damwon and G2. You could tell me G2 and Mad get out. And I'd be like, huh, yeah, I can see it. So I think Group B is fascinating to me, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, well, that is what we're looking forward to in groups. Those start uh, on the 7th. So that is for, no, that is Friday. Friday. No. It is Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. That starts Friday. Uh, they go through the 16th. Uh, I will. We will be back next Monday night, uh, assuming nothing crazy occurs uh, by then. Uh, I think we will be having group stage games going on again, so we'll figure out what we do uh, that evening. Um, but uh, that is all that we've got. Do you guys have any final things you want to hit on uh, before we close out the show? Uh, um, honestly, play-in stage is probably my favorite part of Worlds. Like, I, groups is cool. It's all, super fun. But until they until they change this format, like, I love play-ins. Play-ins is just so exciting to watch. There's so many different matchups you get. You get, like, the seeding actually matters. Uh, you get teams you do get eliminated if you don't perform. You get teams who are rewarded if you do perform. And then if you're right in the middle, you have very intense, like, these matter best of fives. And I mean, look at the games today. Like uh, three, two, three ones, right? Like, still super exciting. Mm -hmm. It was awesome to watch, and it's not 
matchups that you see every day. So for me, I, I love everything about playing. It's probably my favorite portion. So now that it's ending tomorrow, uh, I'll probably be a little sad, but at the same time, I'm still, I'm still excited and looking forward to groups and knockouts. Mm-hmm. Totally. Curly, how about you? Um, I mean, quick touch on uh, Smash Bros. I do believe uh, we had um, Kadoran compete this weekend at, uh, what is it called, Lost Tech City? Uh, he did. I Tournament? actually didn't yeah, see yeah, how yeah. he did. He did. I'm looking at it. He did place ninth. Okay. Um, so kind of, it's looking like middle of the pack, like, so definitely not the run, uh, that I'm sure he was hoping for, but we've seen him bounce back from lower performances before. So I'm hoping that in the next tournament, he's able to just, you know, not get up in his head about this and, uh, just, he's shown that he can punch up because wasn't it almost, didn't he have to do semifinals against Jmook? Way back when, like two months ago. Yeah, pretty. pretty so he's something he, like that. Yeah, he's shown he can do it, and so I believe in him. I believe in him a lot. And then also, the reason I bring up Smash is because, due to a little bit of snooping, I do hear that FlyQuest has something in the works for them. I don't know what exactly, but keep an eye out for some hi- hype stuff around them. But back to Worlds. Um, just one last night. This might be the only time for the next five years you'll hear me hype up C9 and specifically Jensen, but. I really am going to be rooting for them a lot. I really want to see uh, this team succeed because um, Jensen has been trying hard and Blabber has been trying hard and Fudge, like he has, I think he still has to prove himself. A lot of people don't like his shit talking at the end of the season. So he, if he proves himself internationally, that's going to be really good. Berserker being able to face his old org that just kept him trapped in the academy. Um, and then Sven proving that he, like, he's going to be tested, like, all right, is he someone who can only just sit back and let his team win in NA, or is he going to be able to be a difference maker at those crucial moments on the international stage? So I'm really, really hoping to see the best from these guys. Um, and then the rest of NA, of course, but as I've already stated, they are kind of where all my chips are. (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) There you go. Uh, not much for me. Uh, I love this meta. I think it's pretty fun. We've seen a lot of different picks. Uh, and Aatrox, 100%. And 100% Aatrox. I had Aatrox, it's one of my crystal picks, so. Uh, but that is all we've got, so. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this quick episode of Flight Check. Worlds continues tomorrow. Two more best of fives, Mad EG and RNG DFM. Groups starts Friday. Uh, and that is basically all afternoon and all night. So be sure to follow your boys on Twitter. Uh, the show at Flight Check Crew, myself at Santos DB, Knox at Knox War with two R's, and Curly at Curly underscore double Q underscore. Make sure to hop into the Flight Check Discord as well, where all kinds of Spoiler-free discussion is taking place of the games. Uh, I did post in our League Chat channel a link to the uh, LOL Esports Pick'em's leaderboard that I created for Flight Check folks uh, to join in and compete with each other with their picks. Uh, If you missed any part of this episode, VOD will be up uh, on YouTube tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, If you're watching this, that VOD, and would like to catch the show live... Things are a little weird with Worlds right now, but usually we're on every Monday night. 
uh, here at twitch.tv slash flightcheckcrew. It was at 8 p.m. all summer. Who knows what time it's going to be at for the rest of Worlds because the schedule is so funky. Uh, but we will be on Twitter. That's why you got to follow us on Twitter, letting you know what to expect. Uh, Knox, any f- quick plugs before we wrap up? Uh, I'll let one of you guys get 100 talk pod, but um, Diamond is currently streaming Champs Q and is in a match with some pretty big names as I'm looking it up really quick because I want to <laughs> shout out. Um, he's got Impact, uh, Junja, uh, EDG's Junja, uh, Soligo, Masu, so his side kind of eh. But he's got <laughs> Genji's Doran, CLG's Rosethorn, CFO Mission, CFO Shun, and JDG's Missing. Like, it's a pretty, pretty good matchup going on right now if you're going to tune into that. And I think he's going to be streaming some more games later in the night too. So go watch his stream, go support him, totally. uh, all that good stuff. Uh, Curly, how about you? Uh, my big thing is I want to just, like, shout out the community, um, like, for, uh, OE, uh, for Flight Check for everyone, because the NA hype video got way bigger than I thought it would. Uh, it's peaked, I think it's capped off at, like, at about 3k viewers, which I was thinking, wow, maybe, like, it might match, uh, the FlyQuest vid where it gets 500 after, like, a couple of days. And so this is a lot bigger than I thought it would be. So, like, I really am happy um, with, like, it, it's very humbling and encouraging with the response for that. And so I hope you guys liked it. It was really, really, really fun to make. And thank you again, guys. So shout out to you guys, like, who are watching. <laughs> totally. Uh, for myself, yeah, please go watch 100 Talk Pod. Uh, they'll be starting their show in nine minutes, I believe. Uh, so that'll be super dope, and of course they'll have a lot of good thoughts. Uh, looks like they're talking about the meta, why they they will always hate EU, and they're going to talk about games that have nothing to do with 100 Thieves. So be sure to stop on over there. Oh, one more shout-out for me. Uh, shout-out to Alan Robinson for doing absolutely nothing tonight, as I expected, and allowing me to claim an upset victory in my fantasy football league. So, let's go San Francisco 49ers. Keep up the great defense tonight. Uh, no catches for Mr. Robinson. That is all from yes, us. Sir. We'll be back uh, next week sometime to discuss how uh, first half of groups went and preview the second half of groups. So, for now, I'll just say, stay safe out there. Don't forget to hit the head on the nail and we'll see you and all your cats very very soon adios everybody have a good one guys peace y'all